how long a leash is Desmond Ritter going to get if and when he is named the Falcons starter? We're going to be talking about that and more with Josh Kendall of The Athletic on today's Locked On Falcons. You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, guys, you know me. I'm Aaron Freeman. Been covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at FalcFans.com. RIP, still going strong, of course, on Twitter at FalcFans, and of course, the host of this illustrious Locked On Falcons podcast, part of the Locked On Sports Atlanta podcast family, your team every day. And it is crossover Thursday across the Locked On Podcast Network. So go check out those shows. But here on the Falcons bye week, it is just a normal Thursday, but we're still presented by prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy made easy pick two to five players and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry first time users can receive a 100 100 instant deposit match up to 100 dollars with the promo code locked on that's prizepicks.com promo code locked on so guys today we're going to be joined by josh kendall of the athletic and he's going to share with us his insights into the falcons quarterback quandary right you know are they going to make the switch to desmond ritter spoiler alert josh believes that is going to be the case and we'll get into a conversation over what is the quote-unquote plan right and and does that include giving desmond ritter a longer leash than these next four games to uh earn the conversation and we'll talk about some of the ways that desmond ritter can be expected to succeed in some of the areas where he may need to improve upon we'll get into all of that uh as we continue today's lockdown falcons here with josh kendall of the athletic all right, everyone, we are back with another illustrious guest, none other than Josh Kendall of The Athletic, who covers the Atlanta Falcons. It's been a while since Josh has been on the pod. Uh, I think we last had him on the opening day of a training camp. A lot's happened wow, since yeah. then, but yeah. So uh, we'll get Josh's thoughts on you know all the things that are going on with the Falcons during their bye week. Now we have a lot of time to pause and reflect on what the last three, four months of Falcons football, but Josh, let's jump right into it. The, the topic of the week is, you know, is Desmond Ritter going to be starting for the Atlanta Falcons uh, come week 15 against the new Orleans saints? I think so. I mean, if, if we're going to read tea leaves, Arthur Smith, you know, has quickly and gruffly at times shut down the quarterback question at every turn through weeks one through 12, whether it be post game, whether it be midweek. I mean, it was just like, you know, scoffing might be too strong a word, but there was some scoffing involved. And then all of a sudden after last week, he's answering the question and he's elaborating and he's talking about, yeah, I get why you're asking. And then Monday he says something to the effect of, you know, we're going to do what's best for this team short term and long term. You know, everything to me, to my mind, is pointing to um, Desmond Ritter will make his NFL regular season debut in the Superdome against the Saints. I mean, it's either going to be awful 
or it's going to be the start of the fact, you know, the, the Falcons, you know, you write this script, the Falcons sort of resurrecting quarterback is born in the Superdome against the Saints. So, you know, you can, you, you can write it out either way. We'll see. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what that, that next column from you uh, in a couple of weeks uh, is, but you know, I, I think a lot of questions and because this has been, as you put it, a, a continued topic of discussion, you know, for the last several weeks and or months, um, do you feel like it's like too little too late at this point? Or do you feel like this is the right time to see what Ritter has? Uh, well, I don't think it's too late, but I think it needed to happen. Um, I, I think that this team you know, was and re- remarkably still is technically in the playoff picture and had a really hard time convincing itself over the last five weeks that it was not actually that team. And it convinced itself for five weeks, you know, well, for, for 12 weeks, 13 weeks, but for these last five that they were close, they were close, they were close. And eventually, you know, they decided, okay, we're not going to bang our head against this particular wall anymore. We've lost four or five. Yes, they're all close, but yes, we've lost four or five of them. We've lost them in remarkably similar fashions. This is now who we are. Do we want to keep living this way forever, or do we want to see if there's a different wall we can bang our head on? Let's at least try door number two and see where it gets us. Is it too late? No. Is it a little late? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's a fair way of sort of putting it. And I, I think, you know, the idea that Arthur Smith says it's in the best short-term and long-term interest. Um, you know, I, I'm curious, you know, I, I've been long been a proponent of the Falcons developing Desmond Ritter is in their uh, best long-term interest in, in, you know, essentially hitting on this third round draft pick, which we know is not particularly common in the NFL. I'm, I'm curious sort of where do you sort of stand on this situation with Desmond Ritter, you know, and a, a lot of discussion over the last several weeks and, and really several months going back to the summer uh, with one of your colleagues, uh, Jeff Schultz at the athletic talking about the Falcons kind of need to see what Desmond Ritter is this season um, before making a potential another decision at the quarterback position this offseason. Where do you kind of stand on that issue? Do you feel like this is the, be- you know, obviously we'll, we'll see, how he performs, that's going to factor into it. But do you feel like this is, you know, the beginning of uh, a fairly long leash for Desmond Ritter um, in, in potentially not only these next four games next season, uh, or do you sort of see this as like a, a kind of a four game audition in the Falcons will potentially reset this offseason at that position? I think it's so, so start to circle back at the beginning of your question. Yeah. We don't often see third round quarterbacks hit, but frankly, how, I mean, the hit rate on first round quarterbacks is not great either. So, you know, I don't know that this idea that NFL teams have to find a first rounder. I mean, I I think we should, we should explore that a little further, but that's a, that's kind of a different topic. I do think this is a, this is a one month audition for Desmond Ritter. So Marcus Mariota was competing with Desmond Ritter. Well, Desmond Ritter is not competing with Marcus Mariota. Now Desmond Ritter is competing with, you know, what Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith think will Levis, C.J. Stroud, um, maybe Hendon Hooker, who, you know, Anthony Richardson, you know, we, we could talk Anthony Richardson forever. But, you know, he's competing almost against ghosts of these guys and what the Falcons think of them or think that they might be. Um, and, you know, so there's a ton of pressure on him in, in these four starts because I do think 
if if they knew he was the guy, if they if they looked at Desmond Ritter on the practice field and thought this is our guy, I think we would have seen him on the field by now. Now, the flip side, I'm not saying that the converse is true. Like I don't think just because we haven't seen him means they don't think he's the guy. But I think if they were certain, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We would have had this conversation a month ago. So they've got to see that gives him a, that gives him four weeks, you know, against the Cardinals, the Saints, who are pretty good defense, the Bucks. Who knows if the Bucks will be playing anybody that game? You know, who knows how that'll go? And and a Ravens team on the road, it's a pretty good defense. Maybe no Lamar. I mean, it feels like a pretty pretty fair stretch to evaluate a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we talked about this five game stretch earlier, you know, before the season started that with the Falcons are just finishing up as probably the ideal stretch uh, for Desmond Ritter for him to put his best foot forward. But unfortunately, circumstances didn't necessarily um, work out in that regard. I do want to continue this quarterback conversation because obviously, you know, it's, it's a big topic and we're, we're potentially talking about the, the future of the Falcons and, and the direction that they're going to go into in the future. But we'll also sort of talk about the issues beyond the quarterback position. Um, you know, that the Falcons need to deal with during this bye week as we continue today's episode. So guys, of course, we still have more to come here with Josh Kendall of The Athletic talking about the Falcons quarterback situation. But of course, before we continue, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a new slate of football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. Uh, you can check out a sneak peek of the Block Forever podcast available right now on Locked On NFL. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. And I remember Ryan Khalil from his playing days at Carolina taking those blocks to the second level. And now he's taking the football conversation to the next level. You can get an insider's look through the eyes of some star players, coaches, former pros across the league like Christian McCaffrey, Juju Smith-Schuster that get real about what happens on the field and behind the scenes. Ryan and his guests are going to be discussing topics like player psyches, sports betting, playing through pain, being a leader, how to deal with combative teammates. Here, nothing is out of bounds. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of the Thursday night football game. Head over to Locked On NFL for a sneak peek of Block Forever right now or catch the full series for free on Audible or wherever you get your podcast audible, get in the game. So uh, Josh, um, you know, you mentioned the idea of, of Desmond Ritter sort of competing with the ghosts of some of these quarterbacks. I've been very vocal on this podcast, thinking that some of these quarterbacks aren't necessarily all that they're cracked up to be. And so, you know, I feel personally pretty good about Desmond Ritter's chances to, to compete with that sort of. Yeah. I'm, I'm aware. I'm, you know, I'm aware. You're, you're 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 driving the bus, and I like it. I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. Somebody needs to drive Desmond Ritter's bus. So, but uh, the the question I have, and it goes back to something you, you, we just kind of touched upon. Part of me wonders if the plan, and obviously plans change, but it, it feels like to me the plan was always kind of we'll give Desmond Ritter a year to sort of sit the bench, ride, you know, develop, you know, learn. And then we'll give him that opportunity next summer, you know, going back to a conversation you had with Charles London at the beginning of training camp where Charles London sort of let the cat out of the bag that there was not going to be a quarterback competition. And I wondered if if the plan all along was to give Ritter, uh, you know, Ritter that year on the bench and then have him and Mariota compete next year. And so now because of Mariota's struggles in recent weeks, it's kind of fast tracking that idea. I, I'm just curious, where where do you sort of stand on the idea that it was always – 
the intention that Desmond Ritter would get an opportunity to start on this team. It's just now it's coming, you know, before the end of the 2022 season, as opposed to the beginning of the 2023 season. I, I think that's very fair. And I think that that goes to the, there are a couple of points in there that I don't think we can know, you know, a couple of variables. One is what they think about this class, this young Stroud Levis class and where they think they'll be in the draft where they have a chance to get them. So if they weren't as if, if they like you weren't super sold on those guys, maybe very well they thought we're going to give the kid a year. We're going to let him sit. We're we're not organizationally in any hurry. Arthur Smith is on the record as saying he believes pushing a guy out too early can ruin if or or at the very least really slow down the arc of their career because it hurts so many guys. They're big believers in themselves and their development in their way of doing things, which is pretty judicious, pretty slow. So absolutely, I think there's a chance that in their minds, they were thinking, Marcus is going to get us through the year while we coach Desmond up with the intention that he goes into the next offseason and he becomes our guy, and we're not really going to spend too much time scouting Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. I think I think that's absolutely a possibility. And, I, and everything we've heard, we've heard nothing publicly, behind the scenes, in any form or fashion, to suggest that the Falcons are unhappy with Desmond Ritter. Everything we've heard publicly has been positive, um, from Arthur Smith saying, you know, in training camp, this guy's mentally way ahead of most rookies I've been around. So I don't think there's any reason for Falcons fans, other than the eternity of history, to be pessimistic about how this thing is going to work out. I mean, I, I think that this may fit right into, fit basically into what the Falcons wanted to do. Yeah, it's just, you know, the the comparison I've made a couple of times is, you know, it, it's kind of similar to the conversation we were having a year ago about Richie Grant and everybody was kind of panicking like, oh, Richie Grant's not playing that, you know, that means this. And then, you know, he starts this year, you know, it hasn't been, you know, an elite season or anything like that, but he's seemingly made strides. And it feels like that was always kind of the plan with this team. And part of me just kind of wonders, you know, if that was kind of their approach to the Desmond Ritter, um, you know, development, whatever you want to call it. I think you think you may very well be right. And here, here's the great thing. Here's here's the the great thing that NFL teams can and, and always do do. You know, if we if it plays out that way and Desmond Ritter's the guy and he takes over in the first, then the fat Fontenot Smith, et cetera, will say, absolutely, that was the plan all along. We knew exactly how this was going to go. If he doesn't work out, then they're going to say, no, you know, they, they can fill in the backstory once we see the result. Um, and and that's fine. You know, we, we all do that. But I think you're I think you're right. I think that that. That makes sense. So um, I, I guess my, my last question on the quarterback before we, we get into some of the other issues at, at the situation, um, you know, this is the opinion part. Like, what do you, what do you expect Desmond Ritter to do over these next four games? I, I, I don't know. I don't mean to cop out, <laughs> but I genuinely don't know. Here's what I think. I think from the moment the ball is snapped – until the end of the play, Desmond Ritter is going to look better and be a better fit in Arthur Smith's offense than Marcus Mariota. What I don't know is if Desmond Ritter is ready to handle everything that happens from the play clock starts until the ball is snapped. Arthur runs a pretty complex and pretty full playbook. The Falcons run personnel in and out of the game 
on a snap-to-snap basis as much or more than any team in the league. They're very formationally diverse. There's a lot going on. And Marcus, and I understand why, but Marcus never got enough credit for getting them from the 40-second clock to the snap in the right position with no pre-snap penalties, the right guys on the field, where they're supposed to be, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know yet, and this is not a knock on Desmond or, or I think anything bad about Desmond. I don't know if Desmond can get you from there to there as well as Marcus did. Once the play takes off, if he's got you in the right place, I think he'll I think you'll see better outcomes from there. I think that's a fair assessment because I know that's something that Arthur Smith, when he has defended his decision to stick with Marcus Mariota, he has constantly pointed out those sort of procedural things that Marcus Mariota is better at and more prepared to deal with the audibles, the the adjustments, all those various things. And I do think that's, that's a fair assessment. So we'll, we'll just sort of have to see how it all plays out. Uh, obviously we're, we're going to, we're going to see it in a hostile environment in the Superdome, um, you know, coming or the little Caesars Superdome. Caesars. I looked uh, it up. I, I looked it up today. I had to, cause I always, it was Mercedes Benz last year. Wasn't it? Wasn't it a Mercedes? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I know it's Caesars Sportsbook, but I, I enjoy calling it little Caesars. So, uh, <laughs> for, for the two saints fans that may be watching, uh, yeah, I, I, I know it's a joke. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll continue today's conversation here with Josh Kendall of the athletic talking a little bit about some of the issues beyond the quarterback position that the Falcons uh, may have to address during this bye week uh, coming up on today's locked on Falcons more to come here on today's locked on Falcons with Josh Kendall of the athletic guys. But before we continue today's episode, I want to tell you about the number one source for all your sports betting info and needs. You want that news, you want that analysis, and even if you want some of those sports podcasts, which I know you love, head on over to betonline.net. And while the Falcons may not be participating in football this Sunday, of course, BetOnline is the place to go for all the lines this Sunday, all the lines tonight for Thursday night football, as well as not just football. You're talking about all the pro and amateur leagues from across the globe, guys, whether you're talking about football, you're talking about basketball, you're talking about soccer, esports, all that and more is available at betonline.net. So head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts. And guys, I don't know about you, but you know, this holiday season or most holiday seasons, I always struggle to come up with some gift ideas, but our friends at built bar can help you out with their stocker stocking stuffer bundle for a limited time. You can get a decorative box that includes white chocolate, peppermint granola bar and a brownie batter puff bar perfectly sized to fit any stocking. And if you check out built.com, which is in the midst of 12 days of giveaways, daily prizes, included gift cards up to $500 and buying that built stocking stuffer bundle is only going to increase your chances of winning those prizes. And of course, you can always just head on over to built.com and check out the mini flavors of the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. They have revolutionized the nutrition game as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low in sugar and calories. Indulge in delicious flavors like cookie dough, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, and much more by heading over to built.com and use the code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your order this holiday season. Indulge yourself or those you love with guilt-free flavor by using the code LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-1-5 for 15% off at Built.com. 
So wrapping up today's Lockdown Falcons here with Josh Kendall of The Athletic, um, you know, we, we spent quite a bit talking about the quarterback position. Josh, I'm curious, what are some of the other areas that you have sort of identified as things that the Falcons can take a look at during this bye week as they sort of assess and, and potentially put their best foot forward during these final four games of the 2022 season? Arthur has suggested that defensive personnel and schemes are going to be adjusted, N- not wholesale changes, but m- more what, what I think fall into the category of tweaks. You know, I have seen, I'm sure you have seen some social media uh, pitchforks out for Dean Pease. I just don't expect any, I don't expect anything like that. But, you know, if Arthur Smith is currently frustrated, and I'm sure Falcons fans are currently frustrated watching the game every Sunday and the Falcons never having the ball. I mean, they are just, you know, the defense has done a pretty good job in the red zone, but teams are marching down the field on them. A lack of pass rush, poor tackling, some missed assignments, not a, not a ton, but everything needs to be cleaner on defense. The Falcons have given up, I, I think it's like six and a half yards per opponent, plays per opponent drive. That's the worst in 2022. That's the second worst of any NFL team in the last five years. I'll give you one guess as to who the worst of the last five years was. It is 2021 Atlanta Falcons. This is, this is a pattern. This is a problem. Something's got to change. They hoped that the pass rush additions would allow them to force the issue a little more and cut down on that. So far that hasn't happened. So can you be more aggressive with the way the secondary is playing? I don't know, but I think you'll see there'll be some minor differences that I don't think most of us will appreciate, but I think you'll see some, some defensive scheme and, and, and aggression adjustments that we, that we will notice. And I think that's about all you can do in the, in the last month is just try to get guys off teams off the field a little better. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. That, that, that would probably be the biggest issue. I think right now holding this team back is, you know, really getting off the field on third downs, as you, as you put it, they've been pretty good in the red zone. Uh, in, in the last couple of weeks, it, it does feel like the defense has done enough that right. if the offense could just do a little bit more. They could have won some of these games, but certainly if the defense could do a little bit more than what they have done, that will certainly uh, help them out, particularly if they have to deal with, you know, a potential backslide in this offense going with Desmond Ritter. Uh, last question I have for you, Josh, um, you know, they may be getting some players back uh, from the injured reserve uh, on the offensive line. Uh, are we expecting, you know, once Elijah Wilkinson is healthy, he's going to, you know, basically be reinserted back into the left guard position. You know, is Jalen Mayfield going to be in the mix? Matt Hennessy, all those various things. Do you, do you sort of think one particular player is going to be the Falcons left guard for the, the rest of the season and they'll get some stability at that position? I think it'll be Elijah Wilkinson. I think he was playing better than anybody has played. Of, of all the various guys we've seen there, I think he's played the position best this year. He expressed uh, some optimism two weeks ago that he was rounding into shape. I think he'll be ready to go. I think you'll see him, as long as there are no setbacks with the knee, man that left guard position the rest of the way. And and that will be helpful. Okay. Well, Josh, I, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing your insight into uh, this very uh, – interesting topic uh, surrounding the Falcons quarterback situation in the present and in the future. Uh, let the people know sort of where they can find your stuff and, and what some of the other topics you'll be, you know, breaking down during this bye week on the athletic.com. We're at the athletic.com. I'm at Josh, the athletic on Twitter. And, you know, it's never too early to start 
um, looking ahead. So we're going to start not just me, but everybody across our NFL staff. You saw our first athletic mock draft of the season. We, you know, we're going to turn an eye to 2023 pretty quickly. So that's uh, you'll see a lot of that. Absolutely. So definitely worth your while. And of course, you know, in addition to Josh, in addition to Jeff uh, in their coverage of the Atlanta Falcons, you definitely want to get in on that, guys, because Dane Brugler is one of the best in the business when it comes to the NFL draft. And so, you know, get in on the ground floor now. And I'm, I'm sure there's some, you know, holiday discounts over at The Athletic. If, I, if you I don't know what they are. But yes, I'm with you. I'm sure they're there. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Josh, really appreciate you coming back on. We'll try to get you back on a little bit sooner than, you know, whatever it was, however many months it's been since uh, the beginning of training camp uh, to get into some of that offseason stuff uh, shortly thereafter uh, once the regular season wraps up. And, and we'll get to see sort of if, you know, we're talking positively about the Desmond Ritter experience, if you want to call it the Ritter as uh, one listener termed it, um, you know, uh, moving forward. So looking forward to that. Sounds good. So, guys, that's going to do it for us here on today's episode of Locked on Falcons. We just sort of sit and wait until the Falcons to officially announce that Desmond Ritter is going to be the starting quarterback or, you know, of course, those odds that the Falcons continue to ride with Marcus Mariota. And we sit here and we go, like, what are we doing here, man? (laughs) What are we doing here? So uh, we, we still got more great content coming for you this week. Um, we will see if Charles McDonald shows up uh, of Yahoo sports shows up on tomorrow's episode. That is a possibility. Guys still coordinate the schedule. He's already ducked us twice. So we'll see if he, uh, <laughs> could do that a third time. But the, the plan is we'll, we'll get Charles's thoughts on, on the Falcons so far and, and what their situation is, uh, shortly, whether it's tomorrow or, uh, early next week. And of course we have, you know, Chris Lindstrom going to the Pro Bowl. We got positional evaluations, all that and more during this bye week where we can sort of pause and reflect and take a little bit of break from the grind of of, of watching the Falcons every Sunday and, and Marcus Mariota dissing, disappointing us. <laughs> I got to take my shots, guys. I, like, when, when am I going to be able to take my shots? But um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So uh, if you want to provide your feedback uh, on, you know, anything I've discussed on the podcast today, Josh, uh, as well, anything you, we've discussed on the podcast previously or you want to be discussed on the podcast in the future, of course, you can do so via Twitter, via uh, Facebook at Locked on Falcons, uh, via email at Locked on Falcons at mail.com. Uh, you can leave a comment here on the Locked on Falcons YouTube channel, or you can uh, hit us up in the Locked on Falcons Discord, a link in the description below, guys. So that's it. Not much else to say. We'll just sort of sit and wait until the Desmond Ritter era begins. Hopefully we'll get that announcement Monday, but, uh, you know, appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of Locked on Falcons. Make sure you check out as well the other shows across the network on this crossover Thursday. If you're, you know, hankering for some, you know, competitive playoff caliber football uh, from, you know, the other 31 teams this weekend, uh, check those shows out as well as check out Locked on Sports today as your possible second listen as well, where you get, you know, those insights that only Locked On can provide, uh, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes uh, across the entire network, not just football, with the Locked On Sports Today available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Guys, really appreciate it. Till then.